Hello, Gina. Hello, Uncle Robert and special Hi. guest. Yeah, this is a surprise for you. Um, surprise. <laughs> Say that again. Big surprise. Big. <laughs> we have a very special guest here. Um, the one and only Paget Kazik from uh, Long Island, New York, by way of Montenegro. Wow. wow. And uh, he's down here. Uh, we have the national championship starting tomorrow. He's down here to run his dog and, and visit with us, and I'm uh, pretty excited. Uh, you know you know Pete. Uh, I call him Pete, Pagea. Um, what do you like to be called? Pagea. Pagea? Well, I'm still going to call you Pete. No, cause... I'm going to call you Bobby. <laughs> Bobby. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I'm Robert, and you're Pedro. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I met this guy 2001. Can you believe this? 23 2001. Years. Yeah. Wow. 2000. Wow. That's a long time. My funny story, Gina, when I first met him at a field trial, we, I went back to the motel, and I saw him there. Uh, he was with his father. And, you know, I heard his accent and everything, and I just assumed he was Italian. So I, gra- <laughs> I gravitated to him and uh, started talking, and the rest is history. We became good friends, and uh, Pete's had some great dogs over the years. And um, most notably, we got to talk about, uh, we call him Jesse, uh, but champion Islander. Pete, how many titles do we <laughs> that's just gonna be hard for me, but all right, Paige. How many titles did, does the great Islander have? Islander won 11 championship and six runner ups, 17 titles. 17. Gina, that's a lot. Um, that's I don't amazing. know of any, it really is. I, I'm kind of a history buff, you know, in the sport of bird dog trials, and to my knowledge, and maybe someone listening can correct me. I do not know of any male setter in the history of field trials with more um, championship. championship titles than that. Uh, pretty amazing dog. Um, and I'm, it was a special dog. A special dog. Well, he's still alive. We're, we're talking yeah. about like he's gone, yeah, but he, yeah. he's still kicking. How old is he? 13 and a half. 13 and a half, yeah. Uh, Gina, when um, Jesse would be at the kennel, whatever, training or going to a trial or that he uh, spent a lot of time in the house and uh, your aunt Kim really liked him and he would uh, sleep in bed with her. So oh, he was a great, uh, great household. Real special dog. Yeah. I, I remember seeing pictures of Jesse in the, in the man cave. Yes. Oh, yes. well, la- yeah. Later on uh, towards the end there when I had my office. Yeah. He was always in there. Yep. Definitely. Great dog had had some uh, incredible performances. Um, he's uh, the only dog that that I know of in my career that ever got a mulligan. I got to tell you that funny story. So <laughs> I was at a, a, a yeah a mulligan. We were we were at a, a a duel. Yeah, <laughs> never heard of this before. But I was at a championship I down by know. Wilmington, North Carolina. And it was the first brace, and I ran, you know, I ran him, and he was amazing. He was just, just fantastic. So it was the first time they ever ran at this place, and uh, we get towards the end, you know, like the last 10 minutes, and the 
gentleman running the field trial had laid the course out to go down into this swamp. And uh, it was just horrible. You couldn't walk. It was too thick. It was wet, blah, blah, blah. So we get into this swamp. And, of course, I lose Jesse and uh, and the other dog also. And so now the judges talk to the gentleman running the trial. And they said, we, we got to change the course. We can't go into that swamp anymore. <laughs> so they ran the whole trial. And then they came up to me and they said, look, we're, we, we had to change the course. It wasn't fair to you. We're going to let you run your dog again. So we ran that brace again. And he went out and did another fantastic job and and uh, and and placed in the championship. So I think Pat Casey was uh, one of the judges. Uh, Pat Casey yes, yes, uh, yes. was definitely a judge, and I believe uh, Tom Brigman. I think they were the two judges, and they did the right thing because the course. It, they, I heard about it. It would have been a terrible yeah. field trial. It had the course remain the same throughout, uh, but a lot of people would have just said, "Hey, that's the course. Deal with it." So. Um, field trials, there are rules, but they're not, they're made to be broken. Um, the, the important thing in a field trial is, is picking, um, the best dogs. So, uh, when you can, when you can do something like that, it's, it, it was, so, a, let's a go how we meet. <laughs> I told you, I thought you were Italian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A little story, you know, he was chasing me, you know, I was with my dad, and then we started talking, you know. And, uh, I was like, where's the pasta? Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, believe it or not, uh, since 2001, it's 23 years, uh, you know, we've been friends. Even uh, last time that I don't have dogs with Robert, yeah, um, believe it or not, you know, that we talk yeah. we're, we're... every single day. Yeah. <laughs> You're you're a client, obviously, because I. Uh, yeah. you're, you're a client, obviously. I train your dogs, but you're a friend, so. Um, it's different. Yeah, it's, it's different. You, you, and that's a great part about my job, Gina. You know, a lot of my clients, um, over time, um, you you just become close and you become friends. So that's a definitely a benefit of being a professional bird dog trainer. You know, Robert always been good to me. You know, uh, that good. I can say this, that uh, I never had any problem with Robert. Uh, the, everything he did for me, I really can't thank him enough. You oh, know. You thank know, you. Uh, I mean. Well, you did you because know. you just bought me dinner, even uh, though the check didn't come yet. I just uh, want, want you to know that. You bought me I, dinner. I, I always buy him dinner. He never grabbed the check. We're, Gina, we are coming to you from the Sly Fox. Um, it's an oh. beautiful place. Yeah. Yep. You, yeah, you. It's, it's a great place. It's one of my favorite places uh, in Southern Pines. It's an Irish pub. Um, I had, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I had the lamb curry, which was excellent. Um, I had, you'd like this, I had a uh, banana bread uh, ale, Ooh. which was very good. Yep. That was delicious, everything, you know. Now I'm having a Guinness. Uh, Pete had this. <laughs> Uh, Paige, <laughs> Paige, Paige had the fish and chips. Um, it was excellent. Um, so smash peas, you know, traditional Irish uh, fare, pub fare. So uh, great food here. If you're in the area, a lot, a lot of people maybe that are going to listen to this will be coming down to the Hoffman Field Trial Grounds. You were there, Gina. And, yes. Uh, if you're in the Southern Pines area, I highly recommend 
Uh, the Sly Fox. Excellent. Oh, sure. Excellent sure. place. Uh, place you know. Yeah, very casual. And like I said, great food, great drinks. They make a killer uh, Manhattan. Uh, John Ferdinand always gets that when he's down here. They have a great um, selection of bourbons also. So let's uh, let's get into what, what just recently happened. Okay. And that was we completed the uh, U.S. Complete Futurity. And uh, we were fortunate enough to take uh, second place in that with uh, a beautiful setter. Um, she's nice. Misty, yeah. Really pretty dog. Beautiful. Uh, big, beautiful dog. Her registered name is Stonehill Mystical, uh, owned by Paul Burdener and bred by Paul Burdener. He, he owned the, both the sire and the dam. Um, the, the dam is the dog, uh, Team Spirit, that we've trained. So it was just kind of nice to... Uh, um, win with a dog that's out of a dog that we won with before. Um, so the beat goes on there. She did She's a great job. Nice. Yep. She had three beautiful broke finds uh, back and ran a strong race. So was thrilled with that. Uh, like I said, we're getting ready for the national championship now. We have a couple other little trials before we head home. Um, so we're really busy. Things are going well here. Um, and uh, some other big news, we, we completed our, uh, our uh, youth question uh, giveaway podcast, and I just want to give a shout out again to all those kids, uh, young people that sent in great questions. Um, we're still getting some, you know, maybe we'll do another one in the future. Yes, and, we could do a part two. Yep. And uh, oh, that was nice. Yeah, I enjoyed that, and and I I can't thank uh, Jennifer Hollister enough for uh, um, helping out with the uh, awards that we sent out. Now, they probably haven't gotten them yet, but I just want all of the winners to know that they're on their way. So I don't want to say what it is yet. It's kind of a surprise, so um, they should be getting those in a couple of days. So uh, that was great. Um, I really want to talk to Paige about you know, bird dogs and, and that, but let's get a couple of our uh, questions um, or other things that you might have on your uh, agenda. Let's get that out of the way. All right. Well, I have a question for uh, Paja since he's there. Oh, okay. Okay. Is, uh, is my friend Sky there too? Uh, yes. Yes. She's here. <laughs> you know. Absolutely. She's here. I just actually posted a video of her yesterday. Um, she's, She's a an amazing young dog. I'm really, really excited she's about really her nice. Yeah, I really like the dog. You know, she's really sweet. Even in the house, she's so calm, clean. That's what I like in my dog because uh, mostly all my dogs, I mean, setters, I raise them in the house. You know. You what know? about your pointers? You don't have. Uh, actually, I have some. <laughs> uh, you know what, everybody. Uh, uh, everybody knows me as the setter guy. Uh, they don't know that Paige had great one of our pointers. great, yeah, <laughs> one of our great pointers, L. Hughes signature. Uh, oh. some, yes, yeah. yes, I have some great pointers, but uh, only one thing because uh, all my dogs they live inside the house with me, you know. So pointers they lose so much hair, you, you know. So uh, yeah, I, can, I, I cannot stand it. We talked know? about that, Gina. You know. In the house, the shedding of a short-haired dog is they lose so much uh, a lot more than a long-haired dog that you keep uh, clipped. But yes, but uh, you know what? Thank God, that 
inside my house it's all tiles and leather so it's kind of easy to clean but uh, i cannot have a pointer there's only one did i like pointers yes there is there are great dogs just uh, like i say you know i like to play with my dogs you know i want them to be my pet you know to raise them in the house you know just like i say i cannot stand that hair you know yeah. it's totally totally understand yes you know but uh, like like i say everybody forget it because uh several people uh, several people are a little bit different you know i uh, that drives me crazy in, in this sport like they call you like uh, he's a britney guy or he's a, yeah, <laughs> i don't want to be uh, called that yeah, yeah. <laughs> i just, just want to be me several people are different you know <laughs> we have issues we have issues a little bit but uh you know, like I like good pointers. I have great pointers. And uh, for example, uh, Elke Singles, he was, he was a, I mean, yep. you know, he won plenty of championship before. Uh, he actually uh, was a uh, title dog as a derby. I remember uh, running, we called him Sig, um, out in Michigan at uh, a championship. And he did a great job. He was only a derby, and he got runner-up in the championship. Yes. I remember calling Pete, uh, Paige, excuse me, <laughs> and telling him that uh, his dog got a title. Yes, you called me first. He said, what do you think if we run him in the championship? I said, go ahead. Yeah. You know, and then uh, he was 19 months old. Nope. Amazing. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. So what do we got question-wise there, Gina? Well, we have one from Roy Hardgreaves. Roy Hardgreaves? I believe it's Hardgreaves. Okay. It's kind of a long one, okay? Oh, boy. So put your thinking cap on. Oh, man. After after a couple of beers, this is going to be tough, but we'll try. <laughs> yeah, do your best. He Always. Said, he says, hello, guys. Lots of birds. I had a curiosity, so here goes. In walking grouse trials, what is your perspective in terms of performance characteristics on a good race? Uh, uh, search patterns and range is handling a factor. Okay. Um, Whose who's opinion do you want? Mine or Pete's first? Or Paige's first? Because I, I guarantee you they're going to be different. All right, Pete. Pager could give you his opinion on what constitutes a good ground race in a grouse trial, and then I'll give you mine. Go ahead. You're up, buddy. Uh, it depends in the ground race from, uh, for example, uh, running uh, grouse dog in, in New England or uh, running dogs in uh, Michigan or Wisconsin, you know. Hmm. Uh, for example, if I'm judging the championship, you know, I always like bigger running dogs, you know, so if I'm judging the championship, Good classy uh, grouse dog, you know the point nice that uh, that dog hit the cover, you know probably that kind of dog. If I'm judging, is gonna be, you know, definitely I'm not settling for anything less, you know, close working dogs, you know, because uh, I like big running dogs since I was a young kid, you know, so those dogs they have a better chance if I'm judging to win. But let's not forget they have to have a good running style and they have to look good doing it. Okay. So that's uh, the answer from Paja Kazakh. So what's this gentleman's name again? Roy? Roy. 
Right. Okay, so Roy, you're going to get two answers. That was answer number one from Paige Kazik. Um, and now my answer. He, he he wants to know what constitutes a good cover dog brown race. I get it. For me, I, I, well, I, I think he specifically said grouse trial. Um, and I yeah. kind of... I kind of changed it and said cover dog because there's definitely a difference in my opinion um, between a woodcock uh, dog and a, and a grouse dog um, in, in, in terms of their overall performance. Um, You know, I spent a lot of time with woodcock and there's also a big difference in the time of year. Um, you know, a cover dog trial or a woodcock or a grouse trial in the spring, like Pete was kind of uh, talking to the point of different venues. Well, the, the different time of year is going to make a big difference. You know, when the cover's down and uh, the dog, you know, you know where the birds are more so in the spring because there's a limited cover for them to be in. You know, you really, really want to see a dog reaching. Uh, to faraway uh, uh, spots. Um, my my take is, you know, I don't really need a dog to find a lot of birds, but the birds they do find better be um, exciting. And for, for me, uh, there's nothing more exciting than a, 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 what we call a limb find. And if you don't know what that means, Gina, that's when, um, a dog is just way out there. Jamie and, on the fire. Just a close Yep. And, and poor, poor boy. But anyway, where, where the dog is, is way out and goes on point at a far distance. And, and you almost have to search for the dog. And then you finally find the dog. And there's a bird there. Uh, that's called a limb find. And to me, that's super exciting. So... Um, you're not going to get a limb fine with a dog with a um, uh, a short to moderate race. You're going to have to go that extreme. Um, I, I like to see like Islander, <laughs> like Islander. I, I like to see a dog with a lot of um, uh, fire. You know, I, I like the speed and the strength of the dog running. Um, I like, I, 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 you know. A, a speed freak, you know, the faster the dog, um, as long as they look like they're hunting. You know, I was talking to Rich Waters the other day about his beautiful young dog, Buck of Pineywood, and uh, we were running him, and he was doing a really nice job in a workout. And I said, do you see something different about him, Rich? And and he said, I said, about about his, uh, the way he's running, and he, he just couldn't put his finger on it, you know, he, he was... You know, his tail was up like it always is. His, everything was the same. And I said, he's just one click slower than normal. And that's because he's hunting. He's not just running. So I do like the speed and the power. That's important. But they got to be in that, they got to be in that, uh, uh, that, that gate that's going to allow them to find birds. Their, their body's running fast and hard, but they're, they're thinking about yes. finding birds. So, um, you know, a lot, of, a lot of judges I run under are, uh, they get very um, worked up over uh, uh, pattern. Um, the dog came up from behind. 
Um, and, and that frustrates me. Um, obviously, no one wants a dog running willy-nilly, running anywhere at once. But um, the, the, the dog always being at 10 and 2, especially in a cover dog or any wild bird trial, really, is um, unrealistic. Um, the dogs have to go to the cover and likely spots. And there are going to be times when those big far extended casts take them out of the, the pocket, so to speak. Um, so that being said, that, that's probably not a huge factor. Now, if the dog's coming up from behind with no apparent reason... That I don't like, but if a dog's running hard and fast and and going to the cover, the the the, the bottom line is a dog's trying to find a wild bird. Oh, sometimes even courses they yep, yep, yep. And the, some judges, uh, boy, if that dog comes up from behind, they're that's it. You're done. Uh, I don't like that. So I, I I guess Pete and I both agree. You know, range and speed and class. Uh, uh, dictate a great ground race and obviously coming up with a an exciting piece of bird work is is very important so that was a great question um hope we answered it well gina um we're here at the sly fox and i gotta mention this guess what guess what our waitress's name is it can't be gina it's not gina okay not too close (laughs) family relative grace yeah yeah about that (laughs) Shout out to Grace Ecker. Um, our waitress has the same name as you. Love you, mom. <laughs> Paige said he loves you, mom. You know, Grace Ecker's birthday's coming up. I do know that. Mm-hmm. I do know that. That's like a national holiday in my life. Me too. Can't wait. <laughs> yeah. Mom is the best, you know. <laughs> she is. I don't know what I would do without her. She's a she's my rock, but uh, sure she's. We should, we'll do a podcast on her one time, Gina. <laughs> but, uh, um, did did I tell you what we had to eat here? I think I did. Yes. Oh, okay. We went over yes, that. You did. All right. All right. Do you have any other questions or things we need to go over before we, me and Pete, Paige, talk dogs? I have one more question, but we could always save it for next time. No, nah, let's, let's do it. Let's, let's do it? it? Okay. Yeah, let's do it. It's kind of neat having two opinions here. Yeah, the... Questions on this podcast are lucky ducks. Double right. double answer questions. Wow. Our next one's from Eddie Morrissey. Eddie? Eddie. Yes. Okay. Eddie right. Morrissey. Okay. Yeah. And Paige is going to like this one because he says Eddie has English for training. When a dog goes on point, how long should you wait to flush the bird? And Eddie is listening from Kansas. Okay, well, I'm going to take this one because Paige doesn't doesn't use pigeons. He, he has the luxury of uh, just running his dogs on wild birds all the time. So, okay. Um, it, tough question to answer because there's not complete information. The first thing I would ask him is, what? how old is this dog? What are we working? Are we working a puppy? Are we working a derby? Are we, you know, tuning up a shooting dog? Um, one thing I have learned, like, for instance, today we're out working some derbies. 
um, on quail down here in the Carolinas, and the dog goes on point. Um, most, you know, amateurs or, or, or people that aren't doing it all the time, their, their first reaction is, get up there, flush the bird, shoot the gun, take the dog on, go, 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 go. And uh, I've learned over time that, to just slow it down. And, yes, make that dog stand on point. There's going to be times in both hunting and field trials where, uh, for whatever reason, that dog has to stay on point a long time. Like we talked about in the last question, a limb find. Well, boy, I, I, I've had limb finds where the dog was on point for 10 minutes. 10 minutes? Um, yeah. And uh, so they, they have to be used to that. Um, they, they, they can't be... Uh, um, jittery or whatever. Um, so in training, the longer they hold that pigeon, that's better for them to, uh, stay on point in a field trial or hunting. Same thing, you know, just um, I don't get pigeons, you know? Okay. I mean, if you have a young puppy, you know, you well, but nothing yeah. beat like your yeah. puppy program. You can, uh, well, we'll we'll make the dogs, you know, and I'll, I'll try to read the dogs, you know. If the dog, um, the dog goes on point, I, I'll I'll try to let them stay on point as a puppy we're talking about now, as long as their intensity will allow them. And you've seen me do this in the summer, you know. We'll have the dog and a check rope on the pigeon, and we'll stroke them or whatever, make them stay there and and, and suck that scent in and get used to standing there because that's. That's when you uh, develop that in a dog, that standing on point and that calmness is when they are a young, young dog. So I guess the, the easiest way to answer that is make the dog stay on point as long as possible. Um, if it's a young dog and you see they're getting ready to move or something, boom, pop the bird. If it's an older dog, you know, and you're just using the pigeon for training or something, use it for training and get him used to staying on point. A long time so the longer the better I guess now if they're doing something unnatural they're flagging or they're trying to move or whatever um, then then you you, you want to just like let's say I have a dog that's really hyper on birds and uh, he goes on point and he starts fidgeting or wiggling his tail or something I'm gonna pop that bird right away uh, I'm gonna you're right I'm gonna show him that you do those things and the bird flies away um, but in a perfect world, if the dog's on point, let them hold that point as long as possible, I guess, is what I would tell. Um, what, what was his name one more time? Eddie. 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 That would be my answer for you, Eddie. So hopefully that helped. Um, so that's that. I'm glad we're done answering questions. And uh, I just want to um, enjoy the fact that we have Paige with us. And... Um, I guess, can I ask him a question, Gina? Go ahead. All right. So, Paige. Yes. I'd like to know, you, you, you've been in field trials close to 25 years now here in the United States. Um, you've also seen bird dogs over there in Europe. Um, totally different style. Um, what, what's, what do you like about the dogs here in the United States versus the dogs and the sport of hunting in Europe? Or, what, or not, not so much what do you like, but what's your take on the difference between the two? I respect both, Absolutely. you know, uh, European or, uh, 
for American, I mean, I would say American point and so service, but uh, me personally, you know, I like a better American service and point. You know, that's, that's, have... that's why you came here, right? Yes. <laughs> uh, actually, yes. I, believe it or not, I, I started first with Britney's, you know, and then uh, I said, I don't know, you know, about it, you know, I mean, I'm not knocking Britney's or anything down, you know, but... Uh, so after that, I started uh, running a service, some pointers, and then in uh, 1997, but, but, I moved here in the United States, and then I had well, some service. When you were in Europe, you obviously had never seen an no. American style. No. So no. You, you came here fresh with only in your mind, yes. European, and yes. boom, you saw our dogs. And, oh, and I was impressed. And, and you, right. What I'm trying to, my point is, I'm getting a lot of comments and feedbacks from some some people from Europe on our posts and our videos, where they're they're almost appalled at the way our dogs do it. Where you know you came with a fresh mind and and said, "Boy, this this is good." After I saw uh, first couple of pointers or series, you know, I was impressed with style, especially high head, uh, high tail, you know. But they it don't was, like that there. Uh, what made you? What made you switch? So from... I guess I guess I was different. I was always looking for a better dog. You are different, you know. And uh, actually, like I said, I'm not knocking European breed. You know, they have great dogs. You know, there is so many great dogs. But just uh, in my opinion, I like American uh, dogs much better. They are more stylish to me. You know. There you have it. You, you heard know, it so, from a. So this is me. You know. Uh, that they have more ground ground speed, you know, that they look classier, that are that are fancier, you know. Right? Seeing some great sellers from Europe just running with that straight tail doesn't do nothing for me anymore, you know. Uh, the, for example, we run dog today, one of my dog, Island Fantasy, you know, just watching the dog, you know, running with a nice high tail, you know. It's, it's just a beautiful, you know. Very so, very very. So this me, you know. So I hope most of the Europeans they're gonna agree with me. <laughs> oh, and whether they agree or don't agree, because they've never seen them. Uh, my, you, the first part of your statement, I agree with a hundred percent. I have respect for what they do in Europe, big time. I think it's amazing when I watch oh, your videos. Great. I would never ever comment on one of theirs that. Oh my God, that's terrible. That's not the way we do it here in America because it's different. So, just wanted to get that out off my chest. And someone here from Europe that's seen both, and his opinion was um, very I refreshing. Had great, great Even when I was a younger, uh, before I moved in the United States, I have some good pointers and good service as a young young guy, you know. But just a. When I moved here, you know, when I saw all these dogs here, you know, they were, like I'm saying, they were a lot more stylish, in my opinion, than uh, than a European. But they have great dogs yeah. in Europe as well, you know. Just Gina, I think we're over yeah. limit. We're over time, by and we got to sign off. Okay. What's that? Just by a little. And before well, we go, uh, we have to say hello to uh Paige's little boy novak yes little man <laughs> i hope he's listening we just want to say how you doing buddy and uh daddy will be home soon <laughs> miss you my man <laughs> we miss you
Gina, thank you very much. I enjoyed it as always, and we'll see you next week. And uh, hopefully we'll have some good news from the National. Yes, good luck, and I'll talk to you next week. All right, take care.